Blog Talk Radio. You say, four more years of Trump's not a price that you're willing to pay. You cry when you see breaking news cause you know Trump's a really dumb guy. Why so sad? You know that we proved our derangement in 2016. Now he's making us mad. Remember, despite his arraignments, he's still there. We'll fight back on the show that is called Liberal Dan Radio. We'll fight back on the air. Call me up and show me that you care. Listens rise, ratings fall, and I'll keep broadcasting through it all. So subscribe, don't be late, and you'll hear me on Blog Talk Radio on Wednesday nights at 8. Da 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 That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is area code 914-803-4131. If you're listening during the live broadcast, you can always join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Sign up for your free blogtalkradio.com account, and you can ask questions in there. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., on the show thread at uh, liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Um, we are looking at um, Arizona. New, new results are coming in with Arizona now. Uh, Trump got a chunk of those of that support. It looks like he got maybe 50-something percent of the new votes that came in, but Biden is still in the lead by 79,000 votes in Arizona. Um, I think according to, um, according to at least Steve Karnacki on MSNBC, you need to have, Trump needs to be over 60% on the remaining votes to get the lead and to take the lead uh, from Biden. But apparently, as they were saying, uh, it comes, the Arizona votes are coming in three buckets, the early vote, which Joe Biden clearly won the same day vote, which Donald Trump clearly won. And then you had the um, the late early vote, which, uh, as of right now, looks like Trump got a big got a big chunk of that. Whether or not it's going to be a big enough chunk to make a dent and to make other people rescind the calls in Arizona, uh, time will tell. 
I suppose. I think we're supposed to hear more um, perhaps maybe at midnight tonight. I'm not sure. Um, but the, if, if I was listening right as I was trying to figure out and troubleshoot my issues with uh, my connection, it looks like my issues are specifically with um, my personal computer. For some reason, my microphone wasn't working. Um, my microphone wasn't working, but the uh, uh, my phone still is, and I'm still connected. So here we go. what happened with the election yesterday uh, uh we were it, it's clearly just a bunch of ups and downs at this point uh because it really don't know what you know gonna happen um we have uh some some states some some sites like ap fox news have joe biden awarded arizona uh msnbc has yet to award arizona to to joe biden and then you have votes coming in in Nevada. We're expecting those votes in tomorrow. We have uh, Joe Biden uh, making gains in Pennsylvania, in North Carolina, and in Georgia, but Trump currently leads in those three races. Uh, all Biden needs to do is win Arizona and, North, and Nevada, and he wins the election because he won um, Nebraska, too. He won, he's winning Wisconsin. He's winning Michigan. So that's all we have to do. Uh, all he has to do is win that, and if, if if he doesn't win one of those of Nevada and or uh, Arizona, he needs to win something else. He can win Georgia. He can do it with Georgia and either Arizona or Nevada. But if he doesn't get either, Georgia's not enough either. He then has to win North Carolina or Pennsylvania, or he can simply just do it with Pennsylvania. Uh, there are a lot of Democratic strategists and prognosticators who do believe that. Pennsylvania by itself is enough and that he will win Pennsylvania when and if all the votes are counted. Of course, if the votes being counted is a big question because, I mean, you have Donald Trump trying to bring various lawsuits about the, you know, he wants to stop the counting of the votes in Pennsylvania. He wants to stop the counting in Michigan. He, I don't know why he would stop the counting in Michigan. He's, you know, he, he needs more votes in Michigan at this point. Uh, he wants to stop the counting of the votes in Georgia, um, even though these votes in Georgia are legally passed. Uh, another thing that uh, needs to be brought up is the fact that um, you had, uh, as I've talked about, I had a series of videos, uh, currently a set four, all about the GOP coup. And the GOP coup includes taking um, you know, taking the mail service and slowing it down so that votes can't arrive. In a state like Atlanta, um, or a state like Atlanta, in a city like Atlanta, uh, which was a very, very high Democratic turnout, uh, is where many of Joe Biden's votes are coming in in the state of Georgia, if, uh, and many Democrats voted by mail. So if you can prevent many votes from getting there on time, then those votes still get counted, and then you're, you're effectively able to steal an election. Uh, and, and I don't know how that's not considered election fraud. If you cause the – if you cause the – uh, the mail, the ballot to, to not be able to be counted because you, you specifically forced the mail to be slow. How is that not fraud? How is that not a coup? I don't. I said that in my video. I'm saying that again here. I will keep saying that until somebody, you know, until it becomes either irrelevant because uh, the vote turnout is enough, enough, so that um, if it's enough, so that 
you can uh, not have to worry about that, that you exceed the vote differential. But we don't know if that's going to happen. We don't know if that's going to happen at all. Um, with um, Arizona, specifically, you know, we're, we're, we're worried about that. Um, I was less worried about Arizona, more worried about Nevada. Um, I'm, you know, we have Biden with 144, um, Trump with one, with one, one million four hundred forty-four thousand, so it's three hundred sixty-five thousand. Um, so that's what's that? Biden currently has the lead by, uh, he's ahead by um, a seventy-nine thousand. So um, Biden needs to win by seventy-nine thousand. They, they said there's about five hundred thousand votes to count. Five hundred thousand. If Trump gets sixty percent of those. Um, times 0.6. Let's say he got 60% of those um, is 300,000 versus 200,000. That would be a 100,000 swing. So it looks like he could probably get less than 60% of that vote. He could get um, 500,000 times 0.550. Let's see, 0.5. 55% of the vote would be um, no, no, no. It's, we need 500,000 times 0.6. No. Times. No. Clear that. My, math, my, my, my mouse skills are being very poor today. Times 0.55. 275,000, um, which would be 225,000. So 55% of the vote would not be enough. Looks like he might need 56, 57, 58% of the vote uh, of, of the remaining votes to get that. Is that there? We will see. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see if that continues. Um, so I, I don't know. But w w there's lots of other stuff to discuss about the election. And we're, we're going to kind of, you know, I'm going to sit here. I have MSNBC kind of in my headphones as I'm doing the show. And I am, let's see, what should we call it? Um, we got, there's another Nevada election officials reversed themselves Wednesday night on when they would announce updated election results, going back to releasing the information on Thursday morning, and uh, which is the second such rescheduling of the day. Secretary says originally tweeted early Wednesday morning. Uh, by Thursday, but then Wednesday afternoon they said that they could have it later, but they have reversed course again on it, saying that it would be Thursday. So Nevada will know, at some, maybe we'll know uh, tomorrow morning uh, as to what those results will be. Um, but, you know, we are going to see, I guess, when the next batch, how, what that next batch would be to see whether or not. I haven't seen any information to show that the AP is changing their um, they have 86 percent reporting. Now, they look like it's the same amount of votes that MSNBC has, and uh, they are still maintaining the call, um, the call for Arizona. They are still calling it for Joe Biden. They they still believe that Joe Biden is going to win. I'm assuming Fox News is probably also the same. They probably also maintain uh, that Joe Biden is going to win the race, and let's all hope that that happens. Um, 
So, but you got the House races, the, you know, there was a lot of talk whether or not Joe Biden could have supported down ticket races. And there's whether or not, you know, was, was this election a referendum on Donald Trump specifically, or was this election a referendum on the entirety of the Republican Party for continuing to support Donald Trump? That is something else to consider because, you know, are they going to look at the two separately or not? And, and it appears like they did not make this a referendum on the entirety of the Republican Party. The Republicans, even though there is record high you know, turnout totals, record high votes being cast for Joe Biden, he is still at, is it 72, 71.4 or 71.5 almost million votes. That is record setting with 89% of the vote in. So there's still 10% of the vote left. 10% uh, of the vote is left and only 72. Of it. It's possible that Biden could maybe get to 80 million votes. That's enormous, and for him to get 80 million votes and not win, and not win the, and not and not win the presidency would just be just a nail in the coffin. I would think for, for any, I would hope for any reasonable person to continue to support uh, the the electoral college. But there are many of unreasonable people out there because there is also a lot of people that you're going to have Donald Trump getting over 70 million as well. He's going to, he'll probably brag, I have the most votes the Republican has ever gotten for president, and, and ignore the fact that he didn't get more votes than Biden. Um, so, so, so you, you do have a gain currently. There is at least a one-seat pickup uh, in the Senate, but it's, there was not enough pickups currently as we speak. Um, Bullock was not able to pick up uh, Montana. Collins did not lose in Maine. Um, you didn't have Harrison do what he was hoping to be able to do. Um, McGrath, another person with a big name who still couldn't get it done in Kentucky. And I don't think anybody believed she would be able to get it done in Kentucky. Although there's a lot of people who wanted to see it get done, who were, who were tilting at that windmill, if you will, because she was just, they funded, it gave her $90 million in, in campaign contribution. The combination of, J, of Jamie Harrison and, and Amy McGrath, they combined, they raised $199 million worth of campaign fundraising and lost by a net total of like 30-something points. So that money could have been spent much better elsewhere. I think that money could have been better spent either on federal, even on the presidential election to try and get turnout or, or fight voter suppression or fight bad messaging out in, in Florida, in Miami-Dade. I think that could have been better spent on um, whatchamacallit, that could have been better spent uh, maybe trying to unseat Collins, maybe to help Bullock out uh, in Montana, maybe getting those two seats done. I, I remember seeing people saying, yeah, I'm going to go donate to McGrath because I hate McConnell. I was like, making McConnell minority leader would be, would, would be just as a good feeling as, as unseating him because you're taking away his power. And if and there are better seats, I think that you could have donated to. That maybe had all that money or a bunch of chunk of that money went to Harrison. Maybe Harrison could have made it up. But even then, again, I don't think Lindsey Graham was a reasonable target in South Carolina. I don't think that South Carolina was going to replace Lindsey Graham. He's he's so entrenched. Maybe again, other places, other people, go put that money into Georgia, where you're trying to flip the state and you're trying to get two Senate seats. Spend just general money, just getting out the Democratic vote in Georgia. And you would maybe get 
you know, the Democrats to win the first race and then not, and then maybe see about the second race as well. So, you know, 90, Biden said at 93,000, he drops to 79. He lost 24,000 votes. And again, there are more votes to come in on Arizona. This is just kind of breaking what, what they're, they're going over the numbers on MSNBC, MSNBC right now. But I think I think there was, you know, the, the, I think I think one big mistake if it turns out that Biden doesn't pull out pull this out, and he's still very very may very well white if he pulls out if he pulls out uh, Pennsylvania. A lot, there are a lot of people who are very bullish on Pennsylvania that he could get across the goal. He was Biden was down by seven hundred thousand, and all these early votes totals are coming in, and they're counting them. And he's getting those numbers up, and he's 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 I think under two hundred thousand at the moment difference. Let's let's check what the uh, AP has um, has him at. Currently, the AP has Biden down by um, it's thirty three point two million to three million fifteen. So that's one hundred and so eighty five eighty seven one hundred eighty seven thousand down from seven hundred thousand. 187,000. You still have 10, 11 percent to report, 11 percent more to report. You still have a bunch of absentee ballots, and I'm sure a bunch of those votes are in those counties. It's very well possible that he could take the lead with Pennsylvania, and hopefully he does it with votes that were all received by Election Day, and just the past Election Day ones are just lanyap that doesn't win it for Biden. Uh, there's votes that are Trump apparently is trying to throw out that are military ballots that's interesting you know he's trying to not have the military votes be counted how would you how can you not do that um, that's what inclu- is included in there so you know we have the opportunity i guess if if enough votes come in in north carolina maybe cunningham can win it and if you get cunningham to to win in north carolina if if you get Cunningham to win um, North Carolina, if, if enough votes come in to flip that state blue, I mean that Biden gets the presidency, and um, we get a net gain of two seats, and then you just need at least one of those Georgian seats, I believe. Um, well, you need two of those Georgian. No, you need one of those Georgian seats, and then you would have Kamala Harris be the tiebreaker, and um, you're having one Democrat go into a runoff. If if in Georgia the Senate race for the first Senate race, if Ossoff can force it, if Ossoff can force it um, uh, into a runoff, because there's an, I guess other there's other at least one other candidate out there who's kind of sucking votes away, and if by the, if by, the by the votes come in, if Ossoff can get it to a runoff, then that's a whole new bug. I mean, you have two Senate races with two Democrats trying to fill two seats. And if that can happen, if you get the money, there's going to be a lot of money being spent in Georgia. Uh, in the, I think in January is when it happens. So it, it, it could, it's possible that the Democrats could retake the Senate. Of course, it's much more unlikely than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be, uh, because this this race seems to be more of a referendum against Trump than it is that it does seem to be a referendum against the Republican Party in general. Um, let's go ahead and take our first commercial break. Um, come back, take your calls as well. Um, 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. 
This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. All right, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Day and Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will? (laughs) Catch you on the team. Would you like to support Liberal Dan Radio? Would you like a shout out on the podcast or the minicast? Would you like to purchase advertising or sponsor a bit like Hypocrite of the Week or Words of Redneck Wisdom? You can even sponsor the whole hour. Then become a Liberal Dan Patreon. You can help me grow my audience, and for a limited time, first hour advertisers will lock in their rates. For the life of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash liberal Dan and support the show today. And welcome back to liberal Dan radio talk from the left. That's right. Um, doing our post-election coverage. Uh, I don't know. I do have it scheduled for two hours. And if for some reason we were to get some new breaking information that that during the show, I might expand the show. Uh, But it doesn't look like we're going to get any of any Nevada numbers. We're not going to get any Nevada numbers in. Uh, We're not going to get until tomorrow. We're not going to get Arizona. The next batch of Arizona numbers should be coming in at 1130 my time, 1230 Eastern. So I don't believe that that's a realistic thing. I'm not going to stay up for another for those hours. We'll see. Um, again, you know, there's, there's lots of things that are still up in the air. And uh, if you were watching MSNBC when they released the Arizona numbers and saw the percentage that Donald Trump won of that first release batch, or you know, Rachel Maddow had an audible gasp, and me, I was just like, oh. Uh, uh. 
You know, it, it, it's it's too close for comfort. The the amount of you know this this is this is going to give a lot of people ulcers. And you know, I was worried until I saw that numbers those set of numbers being released. I was more worried about Nevada than I was about Arizona um, because of the, the differential being so small. Um, now that I saw the chunk that Donald Trump won of those first released ballots, I am now potentially more concerned or at least equally concerned with both Arizona and Nevada while we wait for these other states to come through. And so that, that is just different just altogether. Um, and I'm sure I'm in, um, I'm in, I'm in one, uh, Facebook group chat, uh, where it, it doesn't seem that they seem to be that affected by the news in, in Arizona. Maybe they're just continuing to just believe that the rest of the numbers that are going to come in are going to be numbers that are supportive of, um, that are going to be some more, more supportive of Biden. Uh, who knows? And I hope that's the case. Let's hope that's the case. Absolutely. But I don't know. I mean, it, it, <laughs> cause, cause apparently let's see what Amy Klobuchar. Well, I mean, there, there's, there's, I don't know. I mean, you have Amy Klobuchar, you have uh, some other people on MSNBC who are trying, I guess, pull people back from the ledge. But I don't know, when you see those numbers come in, you can't help but be like, mm. you would have obviously much rather those numbers be opposite. You would have much rather see Joe Biden gain votes than lose votes. You don't want to see this race tightening with 14% left. Do we know if 14, if 14% left, is, is Donald Trump going to be able to make up? I mean, he made up 20,000 votes in that little chunk. Um, what other chunks left? How many 20,000s left does he have left? Um, the difference in Pennsylvania, 190,000 up from 700,000 earlier today with 860-something. So, I mean, Pennsylvania could very well be – hopefully most of that 800,000 is, is uh, our votes that were mailed in and received the same day, so they're not subject to a legal challenge by the Trump administration – of course, he's going to try and stop every vote from being cast because he's a tyrant and he doesn't want anybody's votes being counted. But hopefully we get the, the Pennsylvania and hopefully James Carville's right. Pennsylvania is just so, so overwhelmingly a vote in favor of uh, Joe Biden that it just seals the deal. And then you don't even need either of the two seats, seats in Arizona or Nevada. You just Pennsylvania seals the deal. Ideally, he Biden wins all of them and just and turns this election from what looked like, uh, oh my God, Donald Trump is going to win this stupid thing again, to oh my God, Donald Trump just got his ass handed to him, yay! And 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 there's still potentially hope for that, but there's like I'm not at the doom and gloom uh, point where I was. I mean, last last four years ago, during the president during the 2016 election, at seven, as I said during my live stream on YouTube, I was I was. At the point where I was at 7.30, p.m. Central Time, and I didn't think I knew that Trump was going to win. I didn't have that feeling today uh, or yesterday. 
Uh, my feelings of dread uh, came in a bit later, uh, seeing all the totals, um, especially because when I went to sleep last night, I went. I, I got some sleep last night, but when I went to sleep last night, those Wisconsin votes from Milwaukee didn't come in. We were still down in Minnesota. Fox News had a news had awarded uh, Arizona to uh, to Biden, but nobody else had, and so I wasn't necessarily trusting that Arizona would go. And uh, you know, we we seen you know Texas and Florida. So I think I think that the Biden campaign, for all the effort they tried into trying to flip Texas, I think that was just not not a good idea. I think you needed to target Florida or target Texas, not both. Um, get one of those two, and I think Florida might have been the better opportunity uh, to counter those ridiculous plans that Biden Biden was trying to – they tried to paint Biden as a socialist. Biden is nowhere near a socialist. I mean, I understand if you're a conservative as far right as Donald Trump and his supporters, you know, there are people on the left, regardless of where you are on the left. If you're left of center to raging communist, you're going to be called a socialist because the difference between those groupings is not as much as the difference between the – more centrist, liberal, and how far out to the right the liberals are. They're still in Arizona, too early to call. They're not showing the vote. I understand sometimes they show, like, here we go. Ooh, Georgia is now a difference of 38,000. It was, when I started the podcast, it was at about 50,000. Georgia's in reach. But here's the thing. Georgia is not enough in and of itself. Biden can't win Georgia and win. He needed – Biden needed to win Maine 2. Was it Maine 2? The Northern District of Maine in order for him to be able to win just with Georgia. So even if Georgia's won, you still need one of those other states, be it Pennsylvania, be it North Carolina, be it, um, be it uh, Nevada, be it Arizona. You still need that one because only Georgia – makes it a 269-269 tie, it then goes to the House of Representatives, and you would think, oh, well, the House of Representatives, the Democrats show the House. No, because the vote is done by state. So each state delegation gets together and says, this is the person that we want for president. And unless there's a coup in the GOP during their coup, they're going to pick Trump because, you know, they're going to pick Trump. Because the number of states that that oh I'm having a cough right now. <coughs> the number of states, if that's the case, if Trump's win once wins those two, Biden will have won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Biden will have won eighteen states. Um nineteen states if he wins Georgia. So that's not enough states worth of, of delegates to be able to vote. And, you know, in, in, that, in that situation, you know, your, your Texas and your Californias are, are worth the same amount of votes overall as the uh, New Hampshire's and Wyoming. So it's, it's you know, so, so all those little small population states with the very small congressional delegations get to have as much say. The one congressman from Wyoming gets to have as much say as the entirety of the congressmen of, in, in the state of California. And that's the sad thing. 
that that's that's why you don't want to see electoral college ties. So either so then you either need to you know say hey let's try and get a defector out of one of these states where you can have a defector in the electoral college to make sure to to flip over to Biden and give him that 271. There's always that which would be intrigue, but your better bet obviously is to not have the tie. You don't want the tie. Um, it's rough, man. And you, you know, you have you're going to have the prognosticators on the left, uh, on the on the the leftist like uh, proud socialist uh, Ryan on on Twitter. Um, you have you know, those people who are going to continue to say um, that oh, they should have won somebody who's more progressive. They ignored progressives to the to the peril. There's there's I have no evidence. There's no absolutely zero evidence that progressive candidates, a, president, a more progressive presidential candidate would have meant higher turnout for the presidency, would have meant higher turnout in the states that matter for the presidency, would have meant higher turnout for the squad won, all four members of the squad, or as, as Trump says, AOC plus three, all members of the squad won their elections. So it's not that progressives lost in this election. It's other areas. I think conservatives gained because Donald Trump was effectively enabled to, able to label people socialists and the conservatives and, and person, person, persons who were running, you know, they're like, okay, well, we're, we're rejecting the socialists. That's how Trump won is by, by effectively labeling Joe Biden a socialist to the hard, to, 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 to certain Latino communities, Latinx communities. It's, it's not because he was too, he wasn't socialist enough, he wasn't progressive enough. If he was more progressive, Trump might have had a better opportunity, a better shot at, at calling him, at calling him uh, a socialist and getting more. He may have, maybe they would have flipped the house. You don't know. You can't say that, that Bernie would have been able to do that. I can't say that he can't either. There's so there's what ifs that would go on because we don't live on Earth too, we don't live on a planet where Bernie Sanders was able to win the, the the Democratic nomination or some other person who is more progressive than Joe Biden. We don't live in that planet, but we don't know how, we don't know how that reality looks like. There's no way to look into the into some sort of portal and say, oh look, there's there's how Earth looks with Bernie Sanders as president for four years or eight years. This is where we are. Oh, we have Starfleet already because Bernie Sanders won. We don't know. There's no way to tell. Absolutely no way to tell. Yet the people, oh, you should have run people who are more to, no, they, there's no way to know whether or not that would have been an effective strategy or not because we can't, we can't test both things at the same time. We can only know one or the other. It's kind of like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, sort of, although the Heisenberg uncertainty principle is more, is less of a, you know, is the more you know about the the, the the velocity, the less you know about the direction. It's 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 not a you can't possibly know every single thing about the velocity and know nothing about the location or the, the direction or whatever. It's been a while since I've covered the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, but that's the gist of it. You know, you can't know both. You either know one or the other as a general rule of that thing. You can't know both. We can't know what what the other timeline looks like. We don't have a portal like they have in um, uh, in a high castle. We don't have that portal available to us. We don't have a bunch of super space Nazis, and I don't even space Nazis, but super high.
high-tech Nazis that are able to give that to us. We don't know. We don't know. And there's no way for us to know. Oh, let's see. What is, does the AP have the same numbers as MSNBC right now? If we refresh the page, we look at Georgia. Um, no, the Georgia 98% reporting. There is a difference of 88 and 12. 12, 25, 37. There's 37,000 votes different. Um, and then Atlanta's coming in. There's more Atlanta's coming in. It's it's 49% to 49.8%. So it, it's it's very possible that Joe Biden will be able to make up that difference in Georgia, in which case you only need one Nevada or Arizona. And it's very possible that Joe Biden takes the lead in, in Pennsylvania, then you don't need either Arizona or Nevada. But we're not going to know that until tomorrow. We might know Georgia tonight. I don't know if we're going to know Georgia tonight at the end of the show tonight, but obviously I'll be paying attention. I'll be watching on Twitter. I'll be watching, you know, I'm posting on Twitter, posting on Facebook, at LibertyDan Radio on Twitter, facebook.com slash LibertyDan on Facebook as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I don't know. There's no way for us to know what's happening on our team. There's no way for us to know what's happening uh, in a a world where Bernie Sanders was challenging Donald Trump. There's no way to know. And it's it's silly for people to suggest that we can know. Uh, I'm trying to hang on. I'm I'm very tired uh, because I did did do a live stream for like seven and a half hours yesterday with the election. Uh, I was having some fun. I did have some people in the chat with me. That made it a lot more fun. I was glad that people joined. Thank you. Big shout out to the people who did join me, uh, who, did, um, who, did, who did give me a little boost. It was fun to have those people in there. Some of those people, you know, one of those is, I'm not even friends with on Facebook. It's just somebody, I don't think at least, he's just somebody calls in from Illinois uh, who, who, who found my, my streams and he joined me on previous ones. There's my mom joined me, my neighbors joined me. Um, uh, for a family friend that her daughter joined, uh, and then uh, someone else who follows the Facebook uh, the Facebook page as well joined us. And my wife was watching along, um, rolling her eyes at me and laughing. So uh, we got lawsuits in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia from Donald Trump's campaign. Yeah, because he's just desperate right now. He wants to stop counting. Oh, the way he must have stopped counting in Michigan. I know why he wants to stop counting in Pennsylvania and Georgia because he's currently in the lead in those states and he doesn't want to lose ground anymore. Um, again, that's why I'm hoping that the, that the votes that are going to come in that are, going to, are all going to be votes that were cast on Election Day and as such not being able to be subject to the lawsuit of the votes received after Election Day because I have no faith because it was 4-4 that rejected the, 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 rejected the, 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 the case being heard in the Supreme Court, um, and then but again you got Amy Coney Barrett. So if, if she does not recuse herself, it would be five four. However, the ruling goes. So it is what it is. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and probably go ahead and, and make this one and and end this show and this episode. Um, lots of stuff to do. Um, you know, wanna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be on Twitter probably for a little bit. In a little bit, uh, I'll be on Facebook.
Facebook as well. Follow me though. Support me on the support me on Patreon. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, do all that good stuff to help me out um, because I, you know my YouTube channel is growing a little bit more, and it's really great that it is. Um, I, I, but I would love to be able to get up to a thousand subscribers, be able to monetize the channel, be able to earn cash uh, just for being able to make. I would create more videos at that point, like the GOP2 series. Anyway, until next week, uh, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Band. Oh, talk for the last. That's right.